Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about some of our advice on how to become a sports physical therapist. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am joined here by my team at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston, Massachusetts, answering your questions related to physical therapy, sports performance, fitness, business, career advice, anything you guys want to talk about. Head to MikeReynolds.com, click on that podcast link, and you can submit your own question. We're going to answer all your questions over time. I am joined by my team here at Champion. Like I said before, let's kind of go through it again. I don't know the order that it's going to appear, but let me go through it. We're going to do. We're going to start top left of my screen. I don't know what that means, but Dewesh Podell, our director of performance at uh, Champion PT Performance. I think we just gave him a promotion there, Len. I don't. I don't know what. Oh no. <laughs> we we got to we got to nail down your title, but <laughs> but Dewesh is here. Yeah, right. That's like that's that's one of our recurring themes. Dan Pope, fitnesspainfree.com. Dave Tilly, the shift man is here. Lisa Russell and Lenny Macrina answering all your questions. Len, who do we have for students today? I think uh, anyone new today? Is Joey new today to the podcast? Nice. Uh, I'm seeing Brendan shake his head. So, yes, Joey awesome. is new. I, I definitely knew that. Um, from uh, we got Jonathan Sandberg, who's kind of in the foreground there. Um, he is from Creighton uh, University in a beautiful um, somewhere Midwest. We have Brendan Gates from Duke University. Um, and we also have Joey Shrimp Scambia from the University of Rhode Island in our beautiful blue. <laughs> That's awesome. Go Rhodey. Nice. Yeah, we, we got a great group of students here right now. They're doing a great job. So uh, let's hear it. Who's up first? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Jonathan, right? Yep establishing dominance that's what i'm talking about jonathan <laughs> Alpha man. Alpha. he wants he, he wants to go first that's awesome i love it what do we get today for a question jonathan so for a question today we have ryan from salinas hey mike i'm a high school student and want to get into sports rehabilitation therapy or something along those lines any tips or school pathway recommendations this is a good one. I actually, I, I forgot this was going to be the first question. When when I was looking at this one, I thought this would be a really fun one to go through because, what was the name again? Jonathan? No, you're Jonathan. Ryan. Ryan. Okay, Ryan. So what, what Ryan said here, which I thought was really cool, is he's in high school right now. And he wants to become like a sports physical therapist. So I thought what we do is we can kind of like outline a path that he can take to kind of put himself in the best position to succeed. And I thought this would be kind of a, a cool way to do it. So I, I, I really like this question, Ryan. So, so thanks for doing it. So let's do this. Ryan's in high school. Let's talk about this. In high school, in undergrad, in PT school, and then when he graduates, when he's an early career professional, an ECP 
That's what we're calling nowadays. I'm getting down. I'm d- I'm down <laughs> with the lingo. Uh, when, when he's not a new grad, but when he's an ECP, we put all those together. What are the paths we can take to be a sport physical therapist? I like this. So, who wants to go first? High school. Let's talk high school. What can Ryan do right now to start this path? Who wants to go first? Lisa, what's up? Go first. Um, well, I mean, <clears throat> I think Tilly and I maybe are the only ones that went. Straight from high school into like a PT program, right? Well, at least well, us old, us, time. Us, I was gonna say us old people did, but that was different. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I, I mean, what I did in high school was I shadowed a ton of PTs, um, you know, just to like see if I really felt like it was for me. I was in, you know, probably all of us were right. We were. I was in PT for a lot of injuries, so I saw it from that lens, and then went um, and shadowed. And then the only colleges I looked at were ones that had PT programs. Um, I like that. I I made sure that they also had like AT and like other similar options in case like I got halfway through and was like, eh, I don't know about this. Um, but I don't know. You can set yourself up straight from high school and just apply. I think that's to- great. So two big things I like from that. One is go shadow, right? And and it's and it's time to start learning that to get ahead in life, you probably need to donate your time a little bit and to get out there and hustle. So that's great. So so go find some sport physical therapy settings in your area and go shadow. Go, hey, can I clean tables? What can I do? How can I help out? That's fantastic. But I like that when picking a PT school, Lisa, I think you gave some really good advice right there. I like trying trying to find ones that seem to be focused in sports. So maybe a couple of tips, and I may be wrong on this. So somebody let me know what they think. But maybe like one that also has like a residency for sports physical therapy. Maybe that would be a good place to do your your undergrad and your PT degree because you already know they have a sports residency. That's probably a good sign that their faculty are into sports and stuff like that. Um, but I like what you said about athletic training, right? Because that tells us a little bit about your potential opportunities there. Maybe you could even, you know, try to get some time in the training room or, or maybe they have some opportunities to work with athletes in that setting. So two great advice, tips, advice. I love it for high school. All right. Who wants to take undergrad? Do you get something for high school? Yeah. A uh, couple other things for high school. I think, you know, one that, you know, jumps out to me is a lot of high school offer, um, like exercise science and anatomy courses. Like I have a couple of kids that are, you know, my athletes right now, they're taking exercise science in high school, right? It's like a very intro class, but it's a good way to kind of just get started. Um, and then the other thing, which kind of sparked from Lisa's conversation is, you know, outside of shadowing, like a physical therapy clinic, like go hang out with your school's athletic trainer, right? Almost good every one. high school has an athletic trainer. So hanging out in the, the athletic training room, um, helping out or just like talking and like being close to them and making connections there is I think a huge step in the right direction. That's excellent. And you I think you'll actually get to like understand the athletic training room a little bit better too, which might help you in, in college. Uh, awesome. What's up, Dan? What do you think? Yeah, real quick before we move to undergrad it. And in this, I'm probably assuming the person is already doing this, but if you want to be involved in a specific sport, you should probably be playing it or at least be around it, or really understand it. Um, and I'm guessing that's implied, but if you're not there yet, you probably have to continue doing that or at least start there, you know? Yeah, that's great. I think that helps with authenticity and just learning, you know, learning how to talk to people. You know, we talked about this with students the other day with like, you know, just like, you know, like Jonathan, you know, it's one of our students is like a, a, a good soccer player, uh, Gates is, um, lacrosse and Joey's baseball. We got three different kind of athletes that, that have 
are in our facility right now. And I'm sure if each one of them worked with that specific athlete, they would have a much different dialogue than if they worked with like a swimmer, right? That they're maybe not as familiar with, for example. But so interesting. Awesome. All right. Undergrad. What tips do we have for undergrad to set yourself to be off to be a great sports physical therapist? Dave, Tilly Tilly? Yeah, I probably have the, a unique perspective here. I actually did not go straight into PT school. We had a bridge program, so undergrad and grad was one accepted program, um, and I did not get accepted my uh, senior year, and then I tried to apply to transfer in my freshman year and also did not get accepted. I got in my sophomore year. So um, in undergrad, I was trying to figure out like what what PT school would be like and what I could do. And so my, my recommendation is to obviously sit with a variety of professors, uh, in that, um, you know, undergrad department you want to get into mine was sports bio and exercise physiology. Um, and I wanted to like, know that uh, if I had the opportunity to go to PT school, that what I was doing in undergrad would either set me up to do undergrad and then move on to grad school or transfer into the program that I wanted. So I talked a lot with the PT school and also the undergrad exercise bio, um, part of Springfield and said like, what are the classes? How much, you know, do I have to take per semester to be in line if I want to move on or go to grad school and like, will these classes transfer stuff like that? Because unfortunately uh, I think I saw a lot of kids my freshman year vaguely know the field they wanted to go into, but they just took random classes and they didn't get a lot of credits that transferred to their actual like, um, degree to go into it. And so they had to retake um, like two or three classes in the summer and they were unhappy campers. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be my yeah. first piece of advice. And then uh, almost exactly what we said about high school is just go shadow and hang out in the uh, you know grad program that you are undergrad program you want to be involved in. Right. So it was exercise uh, science for me. So I just went and watched, you know, the exercise science kids in the junior year. And I was like, do I want this? Do I want PT school? Do I want to go um, somewhere else? So yeah, just kind of hang with, I think the, college admission tours is not nearly enough. You actually got to like go back and talk with people or exchange a video call or something like that. Yeah. It's time to start getting serious, right? You're in an undergrad, but you're doing it specifically to get ready for physical therapy graduate school. So make sure you're not doing anything that's going to waste time or money, right? I like that. That's fantastic. And then use that time to continue growing. Love it. That's awesome. What's up, Len? When, uh, when I interview PT students for an internship with us, the ones that tend to stand out in my head, are the ones that are previous ATCs. So they went to, like Lisa mentioned, have that potential path. I say, take the path and run with it and become, get an ATC undergrad, get that experience working, and then go to PT school. So you can find a program. Some programs have combined ATC, PT, I know BU, my old school, Boston University had it. I don't know if they still do. Um, but I think having that athletic back, athletic training background is a great uh, primer for PT school to learn all the basics of what you're going to learn that first semester in PT school. You do well in PT school. It's a lot easier transition. I think another option is, I think Scaduto did this. He's, you know, he's working right now, but if you can't do that, become a personal trainer in undergrad school on uh, an undergrad and maybe train some people and get to work with people and learn how to become a strength coach or a personal trainer and interact with people, talk with people, um, you know, and, and figure out how you can write a program for them. And then you just blossom from there. That's going to help you in an incredible way to be a sports PT. That's awesome. OMG. This is, this is a good episode. I like this. this is, <laughs> I like, this is going to be good. All right. We're in grad school. We got to go to grad school, Dewey. Sorry. <laughs> we're in grad school now, right? Or we are in physical therapy school. We're trying to focus on being a sport physical therapist, right? I'll jump in and just say the obvious one here is to make sure you start planning your clinical rotations around the sport physical therapy field. Now, obviously, 
undergrad, you know, a lot of students get a little dis, dis, uh, like, I don't know, disappointed, I guess is the word I was trying to think of a different world, but like, like disappointed that their undergrad doesn't necessarily prepare them to be like a specific sports therapist. But like, remember, that's not really like the point of that. So, 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 you know, you have to get your bases uh, down as like a physical therapist first and, and do all these things, but you can start planning to make sure that your outpatient rotation is going to be a very good level, uh, you know, high level sport place. Okay. So, uh, Dewey, and, and, and does that kind of relate to that with what you were going to jump in a little bit now that we're in grad school? Um, not go back so a little much. bit, obviously, but yeah, I mean, all, <laughs> I, mean all, all I was going to really add was like just the fact that you got to put in so much more outside time from your courses to actually like learn a lot sure. of the stuff that might be relevant. Like I know yeah. for me, like I made it a point to like consume 10 to 15, 20 hours of like outside information outside of my undergrad courses to learn this stuff. You know what right. I mean, I almost like, took whatever hours I was spending for like the 16 credit hours that I was doing at um, undergrad to be a full-time student. I'm like, tried to, you know, do the exact same amount outside of my classwork. So that's yeah, just all I, I wanted to throw in. No, I, I, but I think that applies to grad school too, right? I mean, like it's that that's throughout college is use some of your spare time to start specializing in sports. I think you can do that. Um, Tilly, what else in network in yeah. PT school? What else? I just wanted to jump in because I actually just interviewed Mike Ryman on uh, my podcast and we were talking a lot about this because I think it's easy for us to kind of jump on the, the train of like, oh, PT schools are doing a terrible job with exercise physiology and sports PT and they're not training them enough. And I think Mike brought a really good point up. He's like, you have a lot to cover as a faculty to cover like, you know, what's your main job in PT school? Don't kill anybody. Learn how to not hurt anybody. Right. And then, then from there, you can learn on your clinicals to do it. And so right. while I think Dewey's advice is awesome where you should be studying exercise physiology, I've, I've told a lot of people um, before they go to PT school, like work on your CSCS, work on a nutrition thing, like try to do that or even try to study a little bit in the beginning of, of grad school. But like just kind of change your perspective about what the first two years, especially of grad school are. Um, although I will say I talked to Mike about like, yeah, but if I'm learning how to do advanced stroke rehab and I'm learning how to walk people on ventilators, I should also learn how to do basic exercise physiology for like strength conditioning. So, and he agreed, uh, obviously right, like right. Pretty, a big proponent of exercise, but I think you just have to weigh those things about like, you're not going to learn advanced, you know, ACL rehab the first year or two or two and a half years into grad school. That's for clinicals. That's for kind of the, the ass stuff. That's why you have a, a sports boards and stuff after. Yeah, no, I love it. I think that's great. I would also say, I think this is probably the point where you probably want to join the APTA and join the American Academy of Sports Physical Therapy. This is the one I think most of us did, right? When we were in school to start to see what sort of resources they are. So full disclosure, you know, you've probably heard this. I'm currently running for president for the the uh, Sports Academy, and it's partly because I want to help people. I know I have the support of the people at least on Zoom right now. <laughs> uh, but part of it is because this roadmap right here is exactly what I want to put forth in the academy. I, I, I kind of think it's missing, to be honest with you, but that's a bigger topic that you can read on my website and stuff, but like to help people through these paths. But join now because now you start to get those resources. It's the education stuff. So you're starting to learn. I have some spare time. Let's learn a little bit about sports. Let me find the, the other people that are engaging within the academy that are high-level sports people that – Maybe I can network with, maybe I can even get to mentoring. I think that's that next step. Um, anybody else in PT school before we get to the obvious, like post-grad, like residencies and stuff? I have something to say, and you already covered it slightly there, Mike, but I think networking is enormous. At this point, you just need a job. And I feel like it's that, uh, you know, thousand pound elephant in the room. It's like, you're doing all these things to build yourself as this professional, but how are you actually going to get this job? 
Right. And I think a lot of times that happens naturally if you're doing these things really well. My advice would be to network as much as you can and form really good relationships with the community that you want to be a part of. And then once you're ready to graduate, you'll actually have a lot of options. You may actually already have job opportunities that said, hey, you know, I really like uh, you as a PT. I'd like to bring you into my facility or we have a facility that I think will meet your, your needs or goals. So you're already desirable as a potential employee to get that job before you even finish up and start looking for a job. It may already be there. Yeah, that's huge. That's that's huge. So, okay, we're, we graduated PT school. We did some sport things. I think you have two options right now, right? Is get a job in a sport physical therapy setting if you're okay with that. And realize that that means lots of things. That Obviously, that's collegiate pro sports, but realize, I mean, that's hard for a new grad, right? That's kind of like the diamond in the rough. So, so, you know, those are there. But working in an outpatient clinic that sees a ton of athletes, right? And just realize, yes, in the middle of the day, you're probably going to work with a total knee replacement because your athletes are all in school, right? That's okay. It, that's still sports physical therapy to an extent, but really start to focus and put all your energy towards those athletes at night and networking, getting out to the, the local schools, the coaches, like becoming that go-to resource, like being the soccer guy, right? Like I'm every ACL, I want you to come see me. I'm the soccer guy. I'm going to see everybody. Like you can do that in, in that world. So that's one option. And then we have residencies, right? And, you know, we've had plenty of students that have gone through some residencies, but there's plenty of sports residencies that, again, you know, through the academy um, have have been really developed to design to give you a more specific learning experience for sports physical therapy, right? So I'm still a firm believer that I don't think anybody needs to do a residency, but I think a residency could be a game changer if it helps you achieve your ultimate goal, because you're going to get an amazing year experience at a facility that's dedicated to learning this sort of thing. So if you have the time if you don't mind making less money for another year and you don't have you know your heart set on a specific opportunity that you may have this could be a, another good route to put yourself in a good position right so what else let's end on this it's there's we, we still have an early career professional right we didn't do a residency you're now working in outpatient physical therapy what 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 advice do we give this person now at this point in their career to specialize in sports physical therapy if they didn't do a residency? Who wants to jump on that one, Dave? Uh, my biggest piece of advice is sacrifice the convenience to get a mentor. I think that, that in, a, in an environment where people are spitballing and talking about sports, I think that that's, I've said this in a podcast, the biggest mistake I made was taking a job that was a little bit closer to me and gave me a little bit more money, but I sacrificed good mentorship and I definitely kicked myself for it two years down the road. I can see that. Yeah. So find a place to go work. And if your current employer isn't the most sporty, but it's a nice, stable job, find a place that is and just donate your time somehow. How do you get there? How do you volunteer? What what, what else? What other things can they do? Dan. Uh, it, sorry, guys. It's, it's a little bit more the same, but I was kind of in the same position when I finished up with school is that I wasn't necessarily in the exact place I love to be, but you can make that place into the place you'd like to be. So right. continuing to network, talking to whatever sports coaches you normally talk to, uh, getting more referrals, treating those people like gold, doing a very good job. You start to get your, let's say only 5% of your, your schedule is the people that you like to work with. The course time that'll grow, 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 and all of a sudden you're you're working in an environment that you love, where previously it was all, let's say, geriatrics or something different that you initially didn't want to be a part of. Yeah, I think that's great. I just said that. I said that to the students. I think maybe it was Katie, one of our last students, like a month ago. I was like, Katie, I have an evaluation today. It's not a baseball player. 
we should do it together. Right. Like, you know, that sort of thing. I was like excited because like, it's once it, you start off with just a small percentage of sports and it grows and takes over your schedule because you do a good job at it. So um, I, I, I think that's been great advice so far. I mean, obviously we have to wrap up this episode a little bit. I think the other thing you can do though, if you're still in an outpatient physical therapy setting and it, it's not as sporty as you want is to use that time to continue getting experience just as an orthopedic physical therapist, that's great, but take as much con ed as you can at this point. Now go to as many sports-based things as you can, right? Again, the academy's got their meetings. They have all their, their educational things. There's several like of the leading sports PTs around the country that have courses either online or in person, like, but just learn, learn, learn to be a sports person. And then what's going to happen is like Dan said, it's going to evolve, right? Because you're going to be so good at it. It's going to grow. It's going to grow through, you know, people, spreading the, the 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 great things that you did with them and then they tell other parents and other kids and then all of a sudden it takes time but you get there right everybody sees us a champion they says oh i want to be you and we're like oh great what do you think your time signs you're like oh, man, probably by the end of my first year i want to be exactly like you and it's like well, all right well it took us like 25 years to get here but that's fine like you can try to do it in 12 months like you know just like realistically but to have some good expectations and set yourself up what an episode. This is going to be a good one. I mean, we got we to promote this one out here because I don't think we, I like how we took that approach throughout that. And I like how Ryan said he started in high school. I think that really like made this episode pretty good. I just said before this, we got to keep our episodes a little shorter today. And then we just destroyed that right out of the water. So, uh, but I appreciate it. But Ryan, awesome question. Thank you so much. I hope this is helpful at whatever point you may be in your career. Uh, if you have more questions like that, head to MikeRyan.com, click on that podcast link and please, please, please rate, review us, subscribe, whatever you're supposed to do on iTunes, Spotify, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRynell.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.